Hey friends, Dr. Wes Ely here, an ICU doctor, and I'll tell you that the hardest thing I ever have done in 30 years as a physician at the bedside is ask for the brain donations of COVID patients once they had died, calling patients' families that I'd never met before and asking them if their loved one would wanna donate their brain to science so that we could learn. Now, I'm gonna tell you about what we learned from those experiences and those studies, but first, why am I dressed like this? As a physician, I like to embrace the highs and the lows of my patients' lives. And today is Mardi Gras, so I'm gonna celebrate with them this joyous occasion of Mardi Gras, but at the same time, tomorrow, I will enter into their sadness, if that's what's called for as well. So these highs and lows are what we experience in life, and all of us have to know, how do we go forward today into the world and embrace what's going on with regard to the pandemic and long COVID? Those 30 brains taught us, and we published this in a neuroscience journal, that the brains were, being, were succumbing to inflammation and swelling during their experience with COVID. And it was because of a problem with blood flow and a problem of swelling of the glial cells and axons that go down to the white matter of the brain, the highways and byways of the brain. Another autopsy study of 44 patients followed up just a, f a few months ago showed that the virus was distributed throughout the body in patients even many, many months after it was gone. And so what we've learned is that long COVID is a neurological disease where the virus is infecting the body acutely, but then going on to change the way the immune system works long term in terms of the glial cell inflammation, the blood flow to the brain, and leaving people with a neurocognitive deficit, which we find on neurocognitive testing through our CIB Center, C-I-B-S Center, stands for Critical Illness Brain Dysfunction and Survivorship Center here at Vanderbilt. And I wanna leave you with two main points about what we've learned. One is that this is real, and so we should remove the stigma that our patients are experiencing. Too many people are, are succumbing to depression and PTSD because of us around them not believing them and their story. They are the experts of their own illness, and they have very legitimate medical problems, which these autopsy studies and our neurocognitive studies have absolutely documented and validate what they're complaining about. They need help, and we need to remove stigma, acknowledge them, and validate that they are the experts of their own illness. And lastly, a ray of hope. We are finding that some patients can go through cognitive rehabilitation, through brain exercises, Sudoku and Scrabble, as long as they pace themselves. So support everyone out there, try and stay safe, and let's keep growing in our understanding so that we can have a way forward. Shortcast Club.